0: Buongiorno, Buonasera, good evening, what is up everyone, this is Rocco with another episode of the Bolt Podcast today, I am so glad that you took some time out of your busy busy day of scrolling through TikToks to listen to me talk about nonsense for 20 or so minutes or whenever I get tired of talking, listen, the calendar's moving guys, it is moving. Next week is Christmas. Does it count? I mean, on like a Sunday. So do you say next week if we're Friday? Na- Who the hell knows? For me, next week is Christmas. All right, guys. Next week is Christmas. That means you start thinking of all the cazzate that we do as Italians for Christmas. With the number one thing being Christmas Eve. Now, listen. Growing up. We did the seven fishes, right? You know, we all had seven different fishes. People always ask, the first thing I ask, do you guys do the fish thing for Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah, we do. All right. Um, But listen, I've always said it like I, in my videos, in my comedy, I exaggerated a little bit, but my family, specifically my father, was not really, you know, hard on with these traditions, you know, like, there was flexibility in there. There was things. So, basically, we started out with seven fishes. And then, you know, as years pass, you didn't do seven. You did what you liked. You know, if uh, if you like shrimp more, maybe we had two things of shrimp instead of seven different types of fishes. You know, if, if one year we didn't want to make linguine with clam sauce, we did something else. We, we didn't feel the need to have to do seven fishes. Another thing, we never use the glass bowls and things like that. Like here's the thing, this is my favorite part of the holidays. Some people, it looks like they have a house that they go to strictly for holidays because these things look like magazines. And then they use they use like expensive dishes and something like no no, we use paper plates. The only thing that we never use paper plates for was the pasta. Pasta, we never had on paper plates. We always had that in the glass bowl. But everything else, we did paper plates, paper cups. We don't got time for this shit. We're not that fancy. We just want to eat. The food is always great. We don't care what it's served on. Now, marrying an Americano, uh, my wife never did anything on Christmas Eve. It wasn't a thing for her or her family. So, Christmas Eve, it was always easy to make, you know. Listen, the most annoying thing about Getting into relationships is the whole holiday swap nonsense. Like one year you do this, one year you got to go here, one year you got to go there, one year. And for me it was always more of a pain in the ass because my wife's family was up here upstate and my family was in Brooklyn. Um, But Christmas it made it easier that Christmas Eve we'd be able to be in Brooklyn with my family and then, and then Christmas Day with hers. Because Christmas Eve was nothing for her. It was not a... A thing. They didn't do anything. Besides leaving cookies for Santa the night before. They didn't really do anything. Um, so they never did the fish. They never had uh, stuff like that. It was it was a little bit of all that. Um, Christmas Day. That also. Listen. This is where I'm interested in, in everyone. Because I, I don't know how everyone else did it. Like listen. This is how I had it. Christmas Day. I would make a Christmas list. Every year. Every year I made a Christmas list. I never got shit from that list. Actually, no. I never got 99.9% of that list. What I did was I would make a list for Christmas. And then on that list would be my Santa gift. I was only allowed to ask Santa for one thing every year. And it was the one thing that I wanted the most. And that's something I would get every year depending on what it was. So one year I got like a the electric Vespa. That was one of my gifts. Uh, one year I got a bass guitar because in junior high school I played the bass. I slapped the bass man. Yeah, I slapped some bass in junior high school. Uh, don't ask me to play it now because I forgot how to play it. So that's how it was. I would make. I would look through. I would sit there as a kid and look through the entire Toys R Us magazine that they used to send out. The entire thing, I'd fucking X. All those shits that I want, I'd write them on a list. I even wrote the model number. The time and dedication that I wrote, I spent on those lists... To not get anything from it... Is classic. It's classic. So that's what happened. Those are my Christmases. I never... And here's the thing. Uh, So, there was always presents under the tree because... I was of the belief that Santa only brought you one thing. The morning of Christmas, you'd wake up and Santa would drop off his gift. But then there's other gifts for everyone else, right? So I would wake up Christmas morning and by the tree would be an unwrapped gift. I think this is my, my parents being lazy. Um, but it was an unwrapped gift under the tree. So like when I, the year that I got the Vespa, the, the electric Vespa, right? It was underneath the tree, not like in front, because it couldn't fit underneath the tree. It was in front, unwrapped, right there, out in the open. And that was from Santa. Santa dropped me off that, and there was still other gifts under the tree. That was it. You know, my my and Vicencina would, you know, every year would come for Christmas, and she would give me a size medium t-shirt that never fit me. That was my Christmas. That was my Christmas tradition. So I'm interested to find out other people, because when I met my wife, It was a completely different thing. This is how her family did it. And for her family, Santa brought everything. All the gifts. From A to Z. All of them. Every single thing. She would go to bed Christmas Eve and the tree would be empty. There'd be nothing underneath that. She'd wake up and there'd be all the presents would be there and they were all from Santa. Every single present was from Santa, and she would get multiple things, more than one thing. She would get a shitload of gifts every Christmas. which now you know saying that and, and it, things make sense now. Uh, basically. love my wife, but it makes sense now. but so that's the biggest difference. And, you know, now that we have kids, you know, uh we compromise them we and we, we do it like my wife wants it to be. So my wife so my every present that my kids get on Christmas is from Santa, which now my son Giovanni, who's a smart ass, uh, he asked me he goes, Why don't you ever get me anything for Christmas? You never get me anything. It's always from Santa. Why don't you get me anything? Why do you have? Why does Santa not get stuff for the adults? Why do you? I, and I don't. You know, I told him, I said, "Listen, Santa has to worry about the kids. He doesn't have to worry about me and mommy. I'll take care of mommy. Mommy's hard to buy for anyway." So, if you're listening right now, reach out to me. Let me know how your Christmas morning was. Cause I'm sure there's different ways of doing things out there. That was my way, and I, I thought. When looking at, looking at it, like with my wife and stuff, I kind of feel like mine was more magical in a way because, you know, you went to sleep and suddenly you woke up and this fucking thing is in the middle of the living room. Wide, unwrapped, it looked like it just got dropped off legitimately. And then with my wife, it just all the presents came in and stuff like that. I mean, I think that, that way is harder for the parents. But reach out to me, shoot me a DM, whatever, let me know, or write a comment under wherever this video is, let me know how you did Christmas morning, and how you do Christmas morning now if you have kids. But you know, that's that's Christmas time, Christmas time is a fun time, I mean, listen, now I I don't have my parents anymore, so Christmas is all about my kids, I mean, Christmas Eve now I spend it with my aunt and uncle, um, they're the only family I really have. My aunt and my uncle. That's basically it. Uh, so I'm with them whenever I can be. Uh, but that's what it is. But, yes, drop. I'm interested to see everyone else's ways. I mean, we didn't have Christmas traditions. We didn't do. I mean my nonna made a date. She always made those. And my grandmother made it off a little bit. Like, I don't think everyone puts chocolate in their cuchadate like the way we did. And that just shows how much I was Nonna's favorite. Because I was my Nonna's favorite. I No one will ever tell me otherwise. I was Nonna's favorite. And this is why. Because when Nonna made cuchadate, she knew I liked them with extra chocolate. Because I thought the chocolate just made it the way it mixed with the figs. It just made it so much better. She would always put extra chocolate in everyone's. Cucidate. so everyone had to have extra chocolate in their cuchadate because Rocco wanted a kuchidate with extra chocolate That's how, so that's basically the only Christmas tradition we really had um, when I was younger my cousins from Pennsylvania would always come over we'd play and stuff like that but then as people get older uh, family separates stuff like that it it stopped happening but, but you know that's Christmas so yesterday I put out listen Sometimes I want to just address questions on the podcast. We've got something to talk about. I could elaborate more on here than I would in an Instagram post, you know? So I, I put it out there. I said, ask me some questions. I'll address them all on the podcast today. We'll see what we, what we can talk about. So the first question, and then let me open up Uh Let's see. Let's get it over here. It was... Have you ever seen an argument between two Barres people? And did I understand it? Now, my first experience with Barres people, which ironically, my my uncle's Barres, my my aunt married a Barres guy, so I was, you know, around Barres, but not as much as if if my uncle had was on the phone with body, then I would catch it but the first memory I have of that was I went to my friend Nikki's birthday and my friend Nikki was is Berez. so I was at his house for his birthday and they told me okay listen Nikki's uh and uncle can drive you home so your parents don't have to come and get you they'll just drop you off and I was like all right that's cool great thank you so I get in the car and they're talking to each other the entire time and and remember, Nikki's Barez, so his aunt and uncle Barrez. I didn't understand a word that these two people were saying. As soon as I got home, I went to my parents and I said, "But Ma, I said, but isn't Nikki Italian?" And she goes, "Yeah, why?" I said, "Cause his aunt and uncle were talking Russian in the car." And then my mom goes and starts laughing. She goes, "No, no, they're from body. That their dialect is like is weird like that." So that was it for me like that's as soon as I saw I was like wow it's like I don't understand Bares for shit and that was my experience of it I thought it was a different language I didn't think it was Italian at all moving on uh favorite Italian traditions growing up and if you're able to keep them with your kids now again we didn't really have the crazy traditions I mean uh, we made sorpetsata every year and I'm going to try to continue that now that both my parents are gone it's harder just because it's not making it. I know how to make it. I know everything that has to go into it. It's finding a place to store it and smoke it like my dad used to. I can't find that for shit. And that's my biggest hurdle. But that that was my favorite one growing up. I mean, we didn't do anything crazy. Um, we went on the... the my, my mom always made us go to the church trips. You know, like the church made you when you went to like a, a feast somewhere far away. I don't know why we did this, but it was so dumb, and I always hated it. But we always went. It was like a San Cosimo and Damiano, whatever that is. They used to have that. My parents made us go every year, and we took the bus. I don't know. We took crazy bus trips. I don't know why to all these religious things. But we did not really have uh traditions. Like I said, my family we were like moderner almost. Like we weren't that gung ho on traditions and stuff like that or the way things were. Now, someone just uh they, they wrote Melochia. They spelt it wrong, but I know exactly what it is. It's Malocchio. And and here's the thing. The funny thing about us and my family and the Malocchio is we didn't have anyone in the immediate family who knew the prayer. Nobody knew it. No one knew it. Not even my none. Nobody in our immediate family was ever privyed of being, you know, the chosen one to be able to do the prayer, to do the molecule thing, things like that. We swore up and down we had the molecule because listen, my family had the worst luck. It is. I mean, just look at me now. Both my parents passed away young. Uh, my dad was one of six kids. All of them passed away before they were 60. All of them. None of none of it, my father's siblings made it. So we always were convinced we were a cursed family. Um, but we none of us knew how to do the molecule thing. None of us did. And the one person who we think knew how to do it was someone that we thought was the one wishing all the bad on us so we couldn't exactly do anything with that uh but yeah the molecule w- was very prominent in our house but we just thought we were victims of it we never actually knew a way to fix it and look my, if you if you would ask, if my if I could resurrect my mom and, and ask her the question right now. I know she would say. Because we had the molecule. That's exactly why everything happens the way it did. For us. Um, yeah. So the molecule. It was there. But we were just the victims. Of the molecule. Now someone asked. Like uh, my kids new soccer team. And am I, like, coaching or anything. So my kids now play on two soccer teams. There's one. The town team. And then one like a premier team. Uh, they're both on the premier team. That one, I'm just uh, the soccer dad. I'm just on the sideline. That's all I do. On the town team, I stepped back. I'm not the coach anymore. I'm now like an assistant coach manager because I still want to be involved. Cause I'm still, I still feel the connection to the team because I'm the one who created the team. It's still my team. My kids still want to play with their friends on that team. It's just three families who make it difficult for everyone else. Three families who, if they would just step... Look at the, at themselves in the mirror and be like... We're making things bad for everyone else. We should walk away. If they did that, everything would be better. Uh, so basically, that's it. Um, now, someone also said, like, if uh, homemade winemaking, if we ever did that... We never were wine people. Like I said, we, we did the sorprezzata. We did the sauce, the sorprezzata... And like one or two, three years, my dad really got into making the pickled eggplants. And that was all. I love when my dad did that. Because I love the smell of vinegar. So the house would smell like vinegar for a week. And I love pickled eggplant. It was one of my favorite things. I mean, till this day, like uh, if my favorite thing ever, and it's not even eggplant, it's mushroom, uh, was going to El Carib. And they always had like the pickled balsamic mushrooms at the cocktail hour. That was my ultimate favorite thing. I would get a giant plate of that every time I went to El Carib. But we never got into making wine. And I think that's mostly because my dad was not a big drinker. My dad, like, did not care about alcohol. It's not like he was, like, an alcoholic and then stopped drinking. He just didn't he, didn't, he had no interest in drinking. Like, uh, he would drink. He I If I'm thinking about it, if I'm being honest, I don't think I've ever seen my dad finish a beer. I'm sitting here right now, and I don't think I ever... I've seen my father hold a beer. I don't think he ever finished one. He... he I think that's another reason why I'm not a big drinker. Because my dad did not give a shit about drinking. Like, listen, when when my mom passed away and we had to clear out my old house... The amount of alcohol bottles that we threw out... Because that was just bottles that we accumulated throughout the years... But because no one in our family were drinkers... They just sat there. So we never really, we never made wine. We made a sorprezzata. My father made pickled uh, eggplant every once in a while. And we relied, and if we needed, the only time we needed homemade wine was when my father made sorprezzata. And my father would go, would only use one person's homemade wine. That was his best friend, John. Because John makes a great homemade wine. My father loved it. And that's one of the reasons why our sorprezzata is always greatest. Because we use John's homemade wine. He won't use anyone else's homemade wine. <coughs> uh. Yeah, so moving on, And someone wrote Your love for Padre Pio. Yeah, Padre Pio is everywhere, man. My mom was so big on Padre Pio, and my nonna was. It was everywhere. It was just I didn't get it. I would my biggest surprise with Padre Pio was when I found out like he didn't live that long ago. Like there was actually video of the guy. And stuff like that. I'm actually looking forward... Like that Shia LaBeouf... Over there... Is making a movie... Or he made a movie about... Baja life. I'm looking forward to that... Because I want to... See it. I want to learn... Like I could read all I want... But you know... I want to... I want to see the movie. Then someone wrote... Uh... Girls Who Dress Like Putanas. Now I'm not going to complain about that. One... That's why I'm happy I don't have a daughter. Two... Listen, uh, if they're over 18, if they're of age, I don't mind that because I'm again—they're not my daughter. If if you're a dad and you let your daughter do that, then that's on you. I mean, I don't—you dress like you want to dress, but uh, I'll enjoy the view because I'm not dead. I'll enjoy the view. I don't mind it. I don't have a daughter. Eventually, one day my kids might enjoy the view too, so I don't complain. You know, each their own. If you have daughters, I feel bad for you. Because knowing how guys are and how stupid boys are, that's just. I, I would get mad all the time. But that's that. Um, and, you know, that's pretty basically it. You know? Uh, and that's that. This is the podcast. A little bit of everything, a little bit of nothing. You walk away, maybe smarter. Maybe dumber. Well, it's up to you. But, that being said, thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast. This is Rocco. Make sure you subscribe, follow, do all the things that are good for me. And let me know. And also, I'll put it out there. I'm looking for a manager. So if anyone knows any entertainment managers, throw them my way. Gracias. Talk to you later. Love you.